the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. A couple minutes after 4. And you are listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Thank you for taking time to do so. Beautiful day. Wow. Love it. A lot of sunshine still for the next few hours. Breezy. 80 the high this afternoon before we go down to a low of 57 tonight to go along with clear skies. Phil's lost 13-8 to Arizona last night. If you happen to be at the game, you saw a major league record 13 home runs. Unbelievable. When the balls were flying out of the park, I don't even think the first one was hit until the fourth inning. So it was all jammed in the uh, second two-thirds of the game between Arizona and the Phillies. Phillies had five of them. Jay Bruce, Gene Segura, Reese Hoskins, Scott Kingery had a couple. They'll play again tonight, 7.05, Jake Arietta on the mound. Uh, as far as that goes, the Golden State, 106-105 over Toronto last night. Toronto one point, a couple points away from winning the championship, but... Golden State winning that game at a high cost, though. Their superstar, Kevin Durant, likely an ACL tear, which will mean, of course, he'll be out the rest of the playoffs and probably a good chunk of next year or longer. Game seven of the Stanley Cup Finals between St. Louis and Boston. Tomorrow night, 8 o'clock in Boston. And then Women's World Cup action. U.S. off to a strong start there ahead of uh, Thailand. Three zip at halftime. Also going on. Uh, we have the Eagles in their minicamp, mandatory. So the players are in, and we're going to bring in Gary G. Cobb in just a second. Also give you a heads up. Looking forward to having the uh, Indie Rock, not Indie Rock, well, New Wave and Indie at this point, but New Wave and uh, synth pop star Howard Jones. He's in the area. Concert tomorrow. He has a new album out. We're going to chat with him. And my dad's going to hopefully be part of our program. I always like bringing my dad in because he has a lot of good stuff to say, a lot of good wisdom. As does our next guest, or our first guest of the program, Gary G. Cobb. GCobb.com is where you can find him. Former Eagle, Lion, Cowboy, broadcaster in Philly for many years. Hello, sir. How are you doing today? Oh, we lost it. Did we lose the line? We lost the line. All right, well, we'll work on it. We'll get it back. Uh, that's all right. I did want to say yesterday I mentioned that Gary's – actually, I was just texting with Gary. He is at the Novacare Complex in Philly where the Eagles have had uh, practice their first his first or second day of the mandatory camp. And Malcolm Jenkins, one of their top players, reported there was a, a question as to whether or not he'd be reporting or not. He has a, a solid contract, but since he signed it, things have changed Where as it happens. If you sign a contract uh, after a couple of years, others have signed contracts too, then they pass you. And if you're playing well, you're, you might be a little bit like, hey, you know, maybe you should – Give me a bump. So I'd like to actually ask Gary about that because there's a part of me that says, you know, you, you've signed something, so you, you go with it. I'm not saying that Malcolm Jenkins was saying this. I'm just saying in general, you can assume sometimes when a player uh, has signed a deal, uh, 
sometimes you may not want to finish that out. You may want to have yours uh, increased so that you can, you know, be be uh, commensurate with what you believe you're worth. So in any case, there are a lot of different dynamics. There are 53 players on the team. There are a lot of moving parts that the Eagles have to keep track of. And uh, we're hoping to check in with Gary G. Cobb on that topic uh, in a little bit here on the on Tim DeMoss show. Also, want to hand out some gift cards today. So have our toll-free number handy, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. We'll ask you to call in when you have a moment. And uh, when uh, we, when we have a moment, I should say. And uh, you can pick from several different kinds. Duncan and Wawa and Rita's are all part of what we have available, courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet and Jenkintown. We do have, let's see over here, got a nice email. I did want to throw this in here just for a second. Actually, I think we're in the process of getting Gary on the line. So I'm not sure whether we'll go to him. We good? Not good. All right. Something with the cell phone connections happened. No big deal. Let's take our first break. We're going to come back. I have something I want to run by you and also do our contesting. And so we'll ask you to call in shortly, 800-560-9345, 800-560-WFIL, to be a winner in just a couple of moments. Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. 409, Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. I think we have our phone thing worked out. Gary G. Cobb joining us. Hello, G. How you doing? Doing great. How you doing, Timmy? Wonderful. You at the uh, Novacare Complex? Uh, well, I'm out of there now, but I, um, I've been up there all afternoon, you know, watching the Eagles. Uh, they've been working out. And, Four to five. You know, you got everybody in there with uh, Alshon Jeffrey and, of course, Carson and Deshaun Jackson and uh, Fletcher Cox and uh, all the guys. All the guys are up there. Um, they're up there working out. And uh, you can see they, they got a good football team, and they're going to be tough to beat. You can see they got a lot of weapons, and uh, it was a pretty impressive workout. The camp is what? Is it several days? The initial mandatory camp? Yeah, it'll be uh, you know Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, they'll they'll work out, and uh, you know Coach Peterson loves it because you know you got everybody in, and they can start talking about some of the goals that they have, you know, for the upcoming season. I know when uh, I was down there last week, and you and I were talking, one of the topics was Malcolm Jenkins, who still has a couple years left on his contract, but since he signed it, I think he now falls like near the bottom of the top 10 at his position. And after being to the Pro Bowl several of the last few years, uh, you know, there was maybe some thought that I wonder if he's going to show up, but he is in the building, right? Well, he's down there, no doubt about it. And, um, you know, he, he says, you know, this is a mandatory camp, so he came in. But, you know, you can see he still uh, wants to uh, get his, his contract uh, renewed or, you know, really uh, get it uh, upgraded. Yeah. Um, but uh, at the same time, he knows how important it is, you know, to have the guys working together and to get things going in, in the direction they want. And uh, they got a lot of good football players. Uh, and, and I think, you know, if they could just stay healthy, uh, they're going to be a tough team to beat. And, and one of the favorites, I think, in the NFC. What are your thoughts on the uh, – it doesn't have to be about Malcolm specifically, but on the topic, because uh, you've obviously played for a lot of years and you know what it's like and you see players around you, probably been in a position like Malcolm – what are your thoughts on the idea of signing something and then wanting it upgraded? As much as that's a natural thought, at the same time, I mean, Carson just signed this deal. 
he could feel that way a couple of years from now if he has an MVP season or wins the Super Bowl. What do you What are your thoughts in terms of as also as just as a, I know you being a believer, you know what you, what your word is. You sign your name on something, um, and again, this is not about Malcolm specifically because I have no idea officially what his stance is or what he's going to do. But it could be for any athlete. Well, you know, you definitely. I mean, it's you know, there's certain uh, rules about uh, you know your conduct, and uh, when you give your word, you give your word. You know, simple as that. Uh, and they say even you you give your word even to your own hurt. Uh, because, you know, your, your word is your bond, and uh, I definitely think that, you know, believer, as a believer, and uh, to um, be obedient to the Lord, it's, you know, you give your word, it's that, that simple. I mean, even if, it, like I said, it hurts you, um, that's something that you gave your word, and I think that uh, in Malcolm's case, that he can go in and talk with the Eagles, uh, that, uh, that he's, uh, he's done a lot of things for, for them, and I think in the long run, he'll end up benefiting in that. Um, maybe they'll decide, you know, to uh, to redo his deal or to uh, add to it in some way. Uh, but uh, you know, when you give your word, you give your word. I mean, it's it's, it's uh, there's no uh, gray area. It's very simple. Uh, whether it's right or it's wrong, uh, you know. I mean, uh, because and I've seen people, uh, you know, do things um, where they were injured financially because they kept their word. Simple as that. Yeah. Gary G. Cobb, our guest. You can find him at gcobb.com, among other places. Uh, on the on that topic also, as far as, as, far as contracts and things, you had uh, Carson Wentz signing a four-year uh, you know, extension, $128 million, give or take, depending. I think it's 107 guaranteed. And he seemed very happy about that. And some folks would be like, yeah, of course. But he could wind up – they may not be – that may be below the going rate, you know, by the time it's done. But more importantly, you know – what does he mean to this team? What does it mean for them to get this done now before anything really gets going and and to disengage perhaps from the Nick Foles time that he was here and move forward into this next four or five-year window? Well, you know, I, I think the big thing with, with Carson and with the team was uh, both of them could have, you know, held out for later. And Carson would think, well, I'll get paid more, you know, if I just take a little time to get signed, you know. Uh, whereas, you know, you've got some security there. Uh, with uh, signing now, but uh, he could have waited, and, and, and who knows? He leads them to a championship, and he goes in and says, you know what, I want $40 million a year. <laughs> you know? I mean, it, that's the way it's going to be. It's going to continue going up. So uh, the, the thing that uh, he did and the team did was they say, well, it's in their own best interest from a team perspective to go ahead and get it done because uh, they will know what Carson's um, cost is going to be, and therefore – uh, they will be able to do different things to be able to get as many good players signed and, and have them in uh, because, uh, you know, you can look at Tom Brady and how he's been happy with $20 million a year. I mean, it's just nothing to sneeze at. But he could have gone in and, and demanded always to be the highest-paid quarterback. Right. But he hasn't. But he's continued to put championship after championship. He's continued to ring them up because – they have enough money to go out and get other good players. And, uh, of course, you want to win. So I, I think the Eagles and Carson both, you know, gave up some because they know that it's best that they get it done and they have some stability and uh, they want to be able to sign as many good players as they can along with Carson. So that was the key. Yeah, and, and Carson, of course, has done not just on the field a lot of good things, but a lot of good things in the community. And 
uh, also a you know, solid believer who in his video in front of the Novacare complex, I think, after he signed the deal and then the extension, yep. made sure he thanked the Lord first, he thanked Mr. Lurie mm-hmm. and uh, all the, uh, Joe, I think it was um, uh, Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman and yeah. Joe and all them, because he had a thing yesterday where he made it a point, you know, to talk about, you know, all the things that he's, you know, very thankful for and the people that contributed. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the big thing with Carson is he, he's the face of the Eagles. You know, right now, I mean, if you talk about the Eagles, you know, the first guy you show is Carson Wentz. I mean, because he, he's the most important player, the quarterback position is so important, you know, that if he's playing well, he can make other guys look good. On the other hand, if he's not playing well, he can make everybody look bad. So, yeah. so uh, you know, but he's very important. And Carson, you know, he has the ingredients they want, which, you know, his, his work ethic, his character, and uh, the fact that he's a believer, of course, um, you know, uh, lets me look at him in a way in which, you know, I, I, I take my hat off to, you know, the things that he represents and, and, and what he stands for. Yeah. Um, of course, from a um, from the team standpoint, they got a guy that's solid. You know, you don't want your quarterback to be the kind of guy you got to worry about getting in trouble or, you know, <laughs> doing something uh, untoward and you got to explain, you know, what did he? What did he do? And everything like a lot of some, you know, some teams have those kind of issues. You're not kidding. So they not don't kidding. have that with Carson, and uh, you know, all they're thinking about is you know building the team and and um, and having the you know the team be the best it can be. And of course, they got a you know a great leader in Carson. So uh, of course, they feel very good about that, and that's why you know everybody was happy with the deal that was signed. Yeah. Gary G. Cobb, our guest, gcobb.com, where you can find him. Uh, one of the quick questions for you, just to shift in sports for a second. The Kevin Durant situation last night, he comes back, plays with Golden State, helps them nip Toronto by a point to keep the uh, finals going. That's still Toronto three games to two, but it looks like he torn his ACL. How do you think that's going to affect uh, the chances for Golden State to come back? And also, Kevin's free agency, uh, what teams may perceive him to be, and could something crazy happen where – a team, you know, he winds up playing a short deal to prove he's healthy again and go to a team that he otherwise wouldn't have gone to. Well, he might end up staying with Golden State. See, that's what the thing I think could happen uh, because, you know, he... he um, unfinished business, perhaps? I, well, unfinished business, and I, I think the way they treated him, you know, the, the way that um, you could see that those guys were with him uh, with the injury and everything, and, and those type of things you don't forget, so... I, I could see that, you know, changing things. But, you know, I, I, I don't think he's going to play probably any basketball next year with the Achilles tear. <laughs> yeah. So he'll uh, have time with that. Uh, but uh, he's still going to have choices. I mean, he can pretty much go wherever he wants to. People will be interested in him. Uh, but, as I said, uh, he won't probably won't be playing basketball next year. I, you know, because they say it's like, you know, a year. Uh, if for some reason maybe comes back sooner. But you can really look at it and see why it was it was uh, giving him so much trouble that it probably was on the verge of uh, of tearing that Achilles tendon, and so you know it's a type of thing you, you hate to see that happen and happen in that situation. Now, as for the series, uh, I think that you know there's still uh, it's a chance where you know I think the uh, Golden State Warriors still could come back. You know, that uh, Toronto's going to have to get serious to put him away. It's not going to be easy. And who knows? This thing, I, I think it's going to go seven games and it'll wind up back. <laughs> it's crazy. Back to, you know, in, in Toronto. And, uh, 
You know, it'll be a great series. We'll see what happens. But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all if it goes seven games. You can see how close it is now. And oh, yeah. Well, at yeah, one it, point it, it, last it, night, yeah. they're running up and down the court all night to, to have oh, it. Yeah. It's always amazed me about basketball. Even if a team loses by eight or ten or something, it's still only a few baskets over the course of an entire game. You know, yep. kind of in terms of the, the, the margin between winning and losing. And, of course, you look back at the Sixers and that bonk, 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 and the ball goes through with uh, Kawhi, uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, you know, been there deciding game, knocking the Sixers out. And, you know, maybe we – I don't know if I, this, uh, it's, like a, it's like a consolation thing. Well, well, we lost to the eventual champs. You know, some people want yeah. to root for Golden State because it's uh, – to me, I don't know about you, but to me, I think it, in one way it's good to have a team that it helps the sport – stand out, you know, a team that you're, everyone's rallying for or against, like the Patriots in football or the Warriors the last five years in basketball or whatever, the Yankees in baseball for a lot of years. It helps, I think, define a sport in some way to have a baseline. And uh, anyway, it's been fun to watch. And uh, and uh, you as an athlete, I'm sure, uh, have your own uh, special perspective oh, yeah. on it, things. It's been some great, uh, great theater. And, you know, the whole series and, you know, the thing about it is you think, you know, from the, uh, the Sixers standpoint that, you know, you keep seeing the Raptors, and you go, oh, my goodness. Do we have to keep living this out, which is, you know, the Sixers could have very well been there. Yeah, you know? that's true. They were so close. They definitely could have uh, could have seen it, and um, they could be the team that we're sitting here watching. Yeah. I mean, you think about, uh, you know, you're getting uh, the play uh, Golden State without uh, Durant, and for that matter, you know, they, um, they were coming in there lifting badly. And you get a chance to play them. You just got to win one game, and and you got them limping like that. And, yeah. you, you know, all you got to do is play one game, and you win it, and you're a champion. You know, that type of opportunity is something I'm sure that all the Sixers players uh, would have dreamed of, of being in that situation. But, you know, you see how close they were. That's you know? true. And that's why they can't be blowing situations and uh, doing it for any reason other than the other team is just clearly better than you. You know, you don't want to be – uh, failing to put in all the work and prepare, you know, off the court, that that ends up beating you, you know. So right. I, I definitely think this should really uh, inspire the Sixers to know, hey, look, they're very, very close. You know, if they, if they, uh, you know, do everything they can do, they can go and win a championship. Sounds good, Gary G. Cobbin, our guest. By the way, before you go, completely separate topic. Have have you have ever had a dog? Have I ever had a dog? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, how many? Like, maybe one for a, um, long, a lot of years? About three, yeah, three, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. My my daughter, who's just turned nine, she finally twisted mm-hmm. my arm. Three years she's been asking. We're looking to get a dog. I like dogs that are more like cats. That They basically sit there and do nothing. Others want big dogs that jump all over you, which is definitely not my cup of tea. Do you have any any insight, any breed you recommend or anything, any dog advice for me? Well, I think the biggest thing is you'd like to get a young dog, you know, um, and and I, I would say a dog that's uh, not too big, okay. so it's not imposing. And um, you know, you start um, a youngster off with a, you know, a small to medium sized dog, and it's a great combination. I think you know, kids, there's just a natural connection. I think that's made uh, because you know, dogs just. They just have a uh, nature that is is geared to uh, being, you know, developing a close relationship with with, uh, with people. So yeah, especially kids. Well, that's you know, why I, we would I, do I it. Great connection. That's why we would do it. Except when I see in the neighborhood the kids walking the dogs. This has happened three different houses right around us, 
The kids walk the dogs the first two or three weeks. Then the adults are walking the dogs. That's where I'm like, wait a minute. Well, <laughs> that's a matter of discipline. <laughs> and, oh, great. <laughs> one more thing. Know, I believe in, hey, you know, uh, I don't care if it's eating, you know, with food. I don't care if it's preparing to have a get-together, whatever it is. You let the kids kids uh, be involved with some of the preparation because that's preparing them for life as they're really going to have. If you're not able to just sit and don't contribute and you get taken care of, that's not life. That's not the way it is. You know, if you, if you can just contribute something and be a part of it, that's the way you live. Yeah. You know, um, that's good. You don't get, if you don't give anything, you don't get anything. And I think that's part of the training. And I know it's, it's sometimes it's inconvenient <laughs> because, you know, yeah. kids have to learn certain things and teaching them is work. Yeah. But how are they going to learn unless somebody teaches them? So, Amen. Uh, I believe in them contributing in everything you get involved with, and that's the way they learn. And later on they tell you, you know, where did you learn that at? Well, we learned, I learned that at home because hmm. my parents made me do A, B, and C, and D, you know? <laughs> that's a good word. That's a good word, G. Thanks, yep. brother. Thank you for calling in. Enjoy your day, and we'll hopefully see you soon. Yep. I, I know this is a hurried thing because... Uh, a busy day out there today, and uh, I'm headed over here to Garden State Correctional to talk to the fellows up here. So, um, uh, the Lord is good, folks, and pray for you as you do that. That's excellent. Thanks All right, again. Have, have a great day. You too, Gary G. Cobb. Uh, privilege to have him on every now and again. Longtime Eagle broadcaster in Philly does uh, mentoring and, and work in prisons, and a lot of good work through his church, and a lot of good sports writing too. GCobb.com, the letter G, C O B B.com. You can find out more about his writing there. We're going to take a short break, come back at you with the one and only Howard Jones. He has a new album out, going to be in the area doing a concert as well tomorrow night in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Back in just a couple minutes, Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com, 427. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in today. 80 the high the rest of the afternoon, 57 the low tonight with clear skies. On the cloudy side tomorrow, a little sun high, 78. Phil's lost 13-8 to Arizona. They play again tonight at the ballpark, 7.05. Jake Arietta on the mound. Golden State losing or beating Toronto, I should say, last night. The NBA Finals. Toronto still have three games to two. Game seven of the Stanley Cup Finals between St. Louis and Boston tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. We are pleased at this time to bring on the man who did that last song there. His name is Howard Jones. You may be very well familiar with him. Hello, sir. How are you? Hi, Tim. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Great. Thank you for taking time to chat yeah. with us today. Pleasure. Pleasure. Yeah. New album out, just released, Transform. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. First one in some time. Sure, but if you would, about the making of it, was it a, a rough road, an easy road, or somewhere in between? Um, well, it started when um, I was asked to write a couple of songs for a film called Eddie the Eagle, and... Read the script, loved the script, very, very positive story um, about this sort of English folk hero. And so I wrote a couple of songs, and because the film was set in the 80s, the brief was, you know, they, it needs to sound with, you know, the flavor of the 80s, but it needs to be a contemporary song as well. And I wrote those really quickly, and they came out really well, and I, I, I kind of was quite excited about them. I thought maybe I should continue, uh, you know, this thinking with the whole 
new record. And that's what I did. And also, I have to say that the fans were really kind of begging me to do a full-on synth electronic record. And so that's what I did. Yeah. You know, I wanted to ask you on that topic. You started taking piano lessons very early, right? Um, Yeah, when I was seven. Yeah, Yeah, it was kind of compulsory in our family to do some (laughs) sort of music. My parents were Welsh and they sang and come from a tradition of, you know, church organists and you know singers and 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 um, my 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 father's father was um you know given a scholarship to the royal northern college of music to to do opera and so yeah there was a lot of music fl- flying about in the family so it was really compulsory for me and what was <laughs> yeah was it how was it i just know for me i took lessons for seven years but i think yeah. only about two years i was really on it the rest of it i was crash practicing for the you know, for the lesson yeah i mean i think that's most of us you know i i I I struggled to practice. Um, And then I finally, um, the family moved to Ottawa in in Canada, and I had this amazing teacher who really inspired me. Hmm. And um, so, you know, then I was sort of starting to make my own music myself. I was starting to write little pieces myself. And once I'd done that, you know, it became an obsession. And it was four hours a day and, you know, unhealthy amounts of piano Wow. It's interesting you say that. I, uh, my son learned very straightforward ways. Uh, after yeah. a few years, he started playing keyboards at our church on occasional Sundays, and the musicians in that band were pretty good. So he learned going yeah. from literal notes to how to use chords and yeah. just say, what key are we in? And then you just go with it. So I was curious yeah. how your development went in terms of from straight, maybe straight lessons to the synthesizer direction that you wound up making yeah. such a trademark for. Yeah, well, you know, I think um, I just loved keyboards, anything with a keyboard. And then, you know, I was really into rock music and pop music. I went to see Keith Emerson play when I when I was 14. He played the big Moog modular on stage, and it just blew my mind. And I thought, I think I want to do this. <laughs> um, and um, from then on, it was just like, well, that's the only thing worth doing with, for me. And um, so there was the transition. I just kept sticking to my guns, really. Yeah, And when people say, no, you can't do this, then you say, yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Chatting with Howard Jones on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. The new album just released called Transform. And um, mm-hmm. folks can hear it if they happen to. I believe you're in Asbury Park, New Jersey, tomorrow night. Uh, yeah. I think it is. Can, tell, you know, they can hear some of it in the concert, but can you give a quick idea of what the songs are, are like musically or lyrically? Before tomorrow night, so they can get yeah, an idea. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, the I mean, the whole the, the whole show is um, well, you know, my show is electronic, so um, it's an electronic band. I've, I've, there's two keyboard players, including myself, and um, it's very much the sound of the way it was made, you know. Um, and yeah, um, what we've done with the old stuff is we we've, we've revisited the you know the hits and stuff, and yeah. given them a slightly new set of clothes. So that they fit with a new album. So, going from like old to new seems quite seamless. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite songs on the Transform uh, record is "Hero in Your Eyes." I was wondering if you could share oh, the backstory to that. Yeah, well, um, that was one of the ones I wrote for the the Eddie the Eagle film, and it, and it's really about his mum and dad, who were incredibly supportive towards him. And even though he was absolutely hopelessly useless at what he wanted to do in life, which was be an Olympic ski champion, they kept supporting him and they kept believing in him. Hmm. And it's really a story about like you know, it only takes one person to really believe in you, um, to help you really 
do something great, you know, and and that's why I was highlighting the lyrics of that song. Well, thank you. well let's put it on here. Uh, Hero in Your Eyes. It's from Howard Jones's new CD called Transform. We'll continue our chat with Howard Jones in just a few minutes. It's called Hero in Your Eyes, WFIL. WFIL, WFIL.com. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. That's Howard Jones from his brand new CD, Transform, the song Hero in Your Eyes. Howard going to be in concert in Asbury Park, New Jersey tomorrow night. Chat with him. and Take a quick break and come back and continue our conversation. You'll recognize him, of course, some other songs from the 80s like Things Can Only Get Better, Life in One Day, and No One Is to Blame. We'll have, again, uh, our conversation continue in just a moment. We also mentioned earlier some prizes to hand out, so we'll get to that shortly as well. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. 439. Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. That's one of the many Howard Jones songs you may know from the 80s. Life in One Day. We're glad to have Howard Jones on with us today. He has a new album out called Transform. He's in concert in Asbury Park, New Jersey tomorrow. Uh, I was wondering, culturally speaking, do you notice much of a difference between uh, UK concert crowds and, and concert crowds here in the US? Um, well, it's, it's, really, it's really hard to, to um, assess all that. Yeah. Um, I, I find that really hard to to answer okay because you know because i i i just i just do what i do you know what i mean i think my fans have got used to me doing quite a few different things you know and they've they've decided to come with me on that journey sometimes i'll do an acoustic album sometimes i'll do like a stage show you know multimedia thing right. and then i'll do like a synth record and they've decided that um they like me and they're going to stick with me so i'm so grateful to them it's interesting you say that. I've I've heard that about some artists who have been do- producing music for years. After some time, fans have decided you could do a country album, and I'll follow you. Like <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I like what you're doing, so I also want to hear what you have to offer this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, I, that's right. And I think you know, I feel the same about artists that I follow. That you know, you 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 go on the journey with them, and you want them to do stuff outside the box. You want them to experiment. In the same way as you would like to do that in your own life, you you, you know you don't you're not set in stone from you know for decades on end, um, and that's part of what my philosophy of, of you know I put in the lyrics as well is like you know embrace change and do different things, challenge yourself, try new things, and that's the way we move forward. 
Yeah. yeah. Howard Jones, our guest, uh, on the tour, I believe uh, Men Without Hats is going to be part yeah. of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big, big pals with them. You know, they've, they've toured with me quite a few times before and I uh, love them and we get on so well. It's a very happy tour. And then, of course, um, All Hail the Silence are opening up as well. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, you know, BT has uh, collaborated with me on three tracks on the new album and, um, and they join me on stage for one of the tracks that I did with him. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very happy, uh, a happy, very happy tour. In concert tomorrow night, Asbury Park, New Jersey. Um, I looked at the tour itinerary. It looked like you were uh, over the weekend. Were you in Jim Thorpe, PA, by chance? Yes, we were. Yeah. Did you get a chance to walk the streets there at all? It's beautiful out that. Uh, how did you find the town, and how was the concert? <laughs> Excuse me. Sure, take your I time. Um, I didn't get a chance to actually walk the town, but the view is just unbelievable from the venue. <laughs> and so I spent a lot of time just like gazing out onto that incredible vista that. that um, what a visionary person who built that 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 gig right there, you know, on the on the on, with that view stretching for must be hundreds of miles. I mean, incredible. Yeah, it's a, it. it's a beautiful area. It's a, I'm sure, and this is just the beginning. You know, touring, of course, this month and all next month, we get to have you in the northeast part of the area, you know, country, yeah. as things get rolling for you. So, uh, yeah, just I'm sure you get to see all kinds of things for the first time, and it yeah. keeps things fresh for you. I would guess. Yes, absolutely. It does. It's always fun to go to new places, new venues, and um, you know, play to um, a new new audiences. It's fun. Yeah. Well, last question for you, just uh, on the album uh, transform. Is there a, a hope that you have uh, for audiences as they you know pick it up? It's just been out for a few weeks, and, uh, and or is it more for you? Let, let each person just take what they get from. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, so far um, I have had just such a great reaction for to, to the new album. I mean, probably. A better reaction than um, you know than to anything that I've I've done in you know in recent times. Mm. So um, seem to be hitting the, hitting the spot with this one. Um, so I should savor that moment and um, you know really enjoy the fact that people are are really liking the record. Yeah. That's great. That's great. And by the way, tomorrow at the concert in Asbury New Jer- uh, Park, New Jersey, do you have uh, an opportunity for, or there an opportunity for folks to? And a little meet and greet afterwards, or you know, I don't know what this what the the plan tends yeah. to be. Some fans yeah. want to shake your hand, or yeah. Well, we um we do a sort of formalized version of that with VIP now. Okay. Um, so it's, and it's all very dignified, and <laughs> and I see people after after the show. Yeah. So okay. That's the way we do it now. Yeah. It it, it, it stops me getting mauled. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Well, it only seems fair. <laughs> Once you get to the next date, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, thank you so much for taking time. It's a pleasure to talk with you. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Sure thing. Have a great rest of your day. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye. Howard Jones, our guest, a big uh, star from the 80s, and put out 13 or so albums over the years. He had a couple of albums, especially in the early to mid-80s, that had songs like Things Can Only Get Better, Life in One Day, No One Is to Blame. He has a new album out now called Transform, and uh, going to be in Asbury Park, New Jersey tomorrow. So it's just passing through. I thought we'd have him on for a little bit. I'm glad to have the opportunity to to uh, make his acquaintance. Also going to be in concert with a group called All Hail the Silence and these guys, Men Without Hats, who did a big song called The Safety Dance. While we go to our final break of the program, give me a call at 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345, 800-560-9345. Callers, uh, take a couple of callers right now to win a gift card to... Duncan Wawar, Rita's your choice. We also have a very special guest to close out our program coming up in just a couple of moments. Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com.
we can go. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. 448, Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. We need to make a winner before we get to our final guest of our fine broadcast today. Hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? It's Rita Haynes from Southampton, New Jersey. Hi, Rita. How's it going today? It is going fantastic. Excellent. So you're calling to make it excellenter by winning something? I am. Absolutely. What's your pick? Which one? Wawa. Wawa. Not Rita's for Rita? Well, you know, I could do that. Yeah, why not? Well, I mean, it only seems to make sense. You know what? I'm with you on that. Rita's makes sense. (laughs) All right. Hang on one second. (laughs) Our hardest working producer in Philadelphia radio, Joe Harnett, will get your info in a second. But first, our final guest of the program today needs a special introduction. A little Beatles action. When I get older, losing my head, many years from now, will you still be sending me a valentine? Birthday greetings, bottle of wine If I'd been out till quarter to three Would you lock the door? Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? When I'm 64 Oh yeah, Beatles when I'm 64 Without the following guest, there is no Tim DeMoss show I bring in Robert DeMoss Sr. Hi Dad Hi Tim, my favorite son Thank you very much I know that yeah. the others probably aren't listening right now, so you can say that not, safely. <clears throat> not saying you're perfect. I'm just saying you're oh. my favorite. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we yeah. just we, you doing all right today? What'd you, what did you and yeah. Kristen do today? I went to the gym early and worked out. Then uh, later on, I uh, went to the food store. Nice. I'm trying to retire, but life is still busy at my tender age. Yeah. Well, 91 years young, advanced middle age. And right. I, I don't know if you had heard the, we had the uh, the bump music into our little segment here is the Beatles when I'm 64. And yeah, uh, yeah, <clears throat> I always liked that song. I know yeah. you did. I remember when I was a young boy hearing that song and you were probably, you know, in your 40s or 50, 52. And I'm thinking that's forever away. 64. That's really old. And yeah. then, then yeah. Uh, as you you and mom got closer to that, I'm like, well, it's not that far off. But now I'm almost 51. It's kind of crazy to think how quickly it moves. Yeah, life goes by quickly. And a good word is to live in the present, not not to live in the past about things that we would have, should have, could have done or things in the future. We're going to do this or that, but uh, to do something today. For example, I heard someone recently at a conference say, it's not complicated, just love the person in front of you. And that's the only thing I remember from that two-hour conference. And ever since that, about a year ago, I'm thinking, boy, that's pretty simple, but it's also um, something that, you know, hits you between the eyes. You have an opportunity every day to love somebody uh, in or out of your house. And... um, so I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it because so, it's also not about one day when I have all my ducks in a row or my acts together, then I can start loving people and serving God. 
uh, more like you're going to probably bump into a number of folks right now between now and bedtime. So right, love, right. Them, love them one at a time. I love that. Yeah. 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 I tell young people um, every, every direction that you might want to go into in, in as, as you grow older, except seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness leads to a dead end. So <clears throat> that's, kind of a signature on my letter. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And um, then you'll, um, you'll live and die uh, in a way that you'll never regret. Amen. That comes from a Hall of Fame verse, Matthew 6, 33, uh, to seek right. first his kingdom. There was another verse that came to mind on, back in line with the, the Beatles song and just um, how life goes quickly is Psalm 90 verse 12, teach us to number our days aright that we may gain a heart of wisdom. I know that you at 91 years young have shared uh, recently how quickly it goes and how you look up and think, how did I get to 91 this fast? Yeah, yeah. Every person I've ever known who's in their advanced middle age, like me, say the same thing. Where did my life go? That's that's why it's, it's just wise to... Uh, to ask God for help each day to live in a, and to ask God to direct your steps. The psalmist says, direct my steps according to your word. Every other direction you, you choose yourself is, uh, is going to lead to something less than, than uh, a great life. And hmm. so that's, that's, that's what I recommend to young people. My wonderful father on the line with me just for a couple of moments here, uh, Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Wanted to add some wisdom to this swell program. And I, I do want to ask you if you remember, you encouraged me not too long ago also about, uh, especially prior to coming to WFIL, and I was doing a number of, number of other things the last eight or ten years, all, I believe, God-ordained and good things. But you had said something to me at one point about how the Lord allowed you to serve him even more fully the second half of your life rather than the earlier years. Because, uh, and I just want, if you remember, because I think there are folks who are listening who may be in a space where they could be in their 40s or 50s, and maybe they've kind of lost their job or they're changing career paths, and they kind of feel like they're, maybe going to run out of time a little bit to do something meaningful for the Lord or folks in their sixties and, and say, what could I do? You remember talking to me about that and, and just saying, you know, don't, don't think, Oh, you know, you had to know what you're doing and do it from 20 to 90 all the way through. I don't remember that, Tim, but I will say this. It's not how, how uh, long you live. It's how well you live. So my, my brother died at an early age and a lot of people are great thinkers, and uh, it's a question of how well you live, not, not how long you live. Okay, good. It's not how fast you go, it's, it's how well you go. That's a decision we can all make, to ask God to, to live well, which um, comes down to loving people, and loving God and loving people. That's the first great commandment, Jesus said, to love God with all your heart and your neighbor as yourself. And the world's in a mess because we got that upside down to a great extent, and people are seeking what's in it for me, whether you're in the government or wherever you are. If, if you put yourself first, that's what, um, that's what messes things up. Well, that kind of gets back so, to what you had said earlier about being at that conference a year ago and the 
Speaker saying it's kind of easy, just not, well, it's simple. Love the person right in front of you, um, which is a great piece of wisdom. I mean, because really, at the end of the day, literally, if you have had a mindset where you're trying to love the person wherever you are, the person at the grocery store or at the gym or taking a test to do a softball game tonight, the coaches and players and the fans and, and love them, at the end of tonight, at the end of the day, I can feel like I didn't waste any of that day. Right. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, you can sleep well. You know, you can never get enough of of um, self acclimation. Like, uh, I mean, superstars that when they start to fade, they get older, and they and they start regretting that another uh, superstar is coming up faster than and the and the press is paying attention to them and not you. You can never get enough of yourself. So, uh, seeking your own fulfillment is a total dead end. It doesn't ever satisfy, hmm. but uh, loving God and loving your neighbor is is the only way. It's God's way. So, Amen. Thank you, Dad. Thank you for taking time out of your day and continuing to serve Him. And uh, You're welcome. By yeah. by the way, Tim. Yeah. yeah. I never got one of I never got one of those <laughs> uh, gift cards for Did you know, I? all those giveaways. You, all these people you don't even know you're giving. <laughs> gift cards to and your own father. I'm sitting here waiting for my turn. Did you win one? I can't just grab some and bring them over. No, I didn't win one, but... Well, you uh, kind of have to win it. I can't just, you know, slip you one. I got to keep things on the up and up. I'm not even sure you can win one because we're related. Okay, all right. I'll okay. look in the fine print and the rules and see. Yeah, let me know. Let me know, Wade, because that's why I keep listening. <laughs> I wanna, I'm looking for a free, okay. card, a free gift card. Sounds good. Thank you. I love yeah. you, Dad. God, God bless you. Love you, too, son. Me, too. Bye love bye. you, Kristen. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's not because he's my dad. It's because we're giving away gift cards, Joe. I don't, you know, the truth comes out. <laughs> Grateful to have my dad on to cap off our program. Gary G. Cobb, longtime uh, Eagle and uh, Philly broadcaster as well. New Wave and synth icon Howard Jones joined our program, too. Speaking of dad, you can win $1,000 for dad for this Father's Day. Click the contest tab at WFIL.com and get entered. Going to turn things over now to Jim Maxim. Max 413 Ministries, leading prayer. Looking forward to rejoining this program tomorrow afternoon at 4. Check out the podcast if you like as well at WFIL.com. Have a great evening. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.